0: You are listening to BEE Mentor Broad based black economic empowerment demystified. You Good day everybody, my name is Courtney Bester and welcome to another episode of BEE Mentor where we try to demystify all the different elements related to broad-based black economic empowerment. Today I want to talk about the changes to the BEE Codes of Good Practice that were gazetted on the 31st of May 2019 and I want to specifically focus on these changes as they relate uh, to the ownership element of PEE. Now, if you want to go and have a look at these changes, it can be found in Government Gazette 42496, so you are welcome to go and have a look and have a read about it. It is first of all important to note that there will be a six-month phase-in period for these changes, which means that... Any measured entity need to have implemented these changes by the 1st of December of 2019, but anyone is of course welcome to implement these changes with immediate effect. These amendments on the ownership element deals with how the effective black ownership for those exempted micro-enterprises and qualifying small enterprises that has an enhanced BE recognition level status Uh, get determined. So before we talk about the changes, let's just take a step back and get an understanding of what an enhanced BE recognition level is. The BE codes of good practice determine that if you are an exempted micro enterprise or a qualifying small enterprise and you have an effective level of black ownership of at least 51% or more but less than 100% you will qualify for an enhanced BE recognition level status of level 2. If that ownership level goes to 100%, you will qualify for an enhanced BE recognition level status of level 1. Furthermore, your company will only need an affidavit confirming the two material aspects of level of turnover and level of black ownership and that affidavit will then become your official BE rating. So the amendments to the BE Good Practice with respect to how the effective level of black ownership for exempted micro-enterprises and qualifying small enterprises that make use of an enhanced BE recognition level status gets calculated, state that these levels of, ca- of ownership must be calculated by using the flow-through principle. So what does that mean? In order to understand what the flow-through principle means and why these amendments came into effect, we must first of all do a comparison between the flow-through principle as well as a concept that that we will call the modified flow-through principle. Let's first of all talk about the flow-through principle and let's look at the following scenario. So, we have a private shareholder and we'll call him Joseph Kumalo. Now, Joseph owns his own company, Kumalo Enterprises. Uh, Kumalo Enterprises on its end has a 51% shareholding in a company, which we will call Company A. And then Company A owns 26% of Company B. So, already you can see we've got a chain of ownership starting with a private shareholder, Joseph, and ending with A company company B so in this scenario we need to calculate the effective level of black ownership in company B by using the normal flow-through principle now the normal flow-through principle means that we take the respective participation percentages of the black shareholder and we multiply that through through the chain of ownership with the participation percentages of each successive company so we'll take Joseph's 100% that he owns in Kumalo Enterprises. We will multiply that by the 51% that Kumalo Enterprises owns within Company A. And we will then multiply that answer by the 26% that Company A owns within a Company B. That will give That will then give us an effective 13.26% black ownership within Company B. So that was easy and pretty straightforward. But let's now compare that to what we call the modified flow-through principle. Important to note that the modified flow-through principle is a concept unique to the broad-based Black Economic Empowerment environment. So for the modified flow-through principle, once again, we'll look at the same chain of ownership as in the previous example. And very important to note that for the modified flow-through principle to be applied, there must be a chain of ownership. So, once again, uh, Joseph Komalo owns 100% of Komalo Enterprises, which which owns 51% of Company A, and Company A owns 26% of Company B. Now, the modified flow-through principle states that in any chain of ownership, if there is a company within that chain that has at least 51% black ownership, but it may be more than 51%, then that percentage shareholding will be seen for BE purposes as 100%. If we then follow that methodology, we see that company A has 51% black shareholding due to the fact that it is 51% owned by Kumalo Enterprises, which of course is 100% black owned for BE purposes. Company A is therefore deemed to have 100% black shareholding and if that is then multiplied by the 26% that Company A owns within Company B, Company B has got an effective 26% black ownership based on the modified flow-through principle. So let's talk a bit about how we got here. Why? was it necessary for these changes to the BE codes of good practice to be made? In other words, why was it necessary for the legislature to specifically spell out that the normal flow-through principle needs to be used when calculating the effective levels of black ownership for these types of entities? If we look at the BE codes of good practice, we see that the provisions for the enhanced BE recognition level status are contained within statement triple zero. Even though statement triple zero spells out these provisions, it is silent with respect to how the effective levels of black ownership needs to be calculated. The logical conclusion, therefore, is to look throughout the remainder of the BE codes of practice to see how the ownership element should be dealt with and we find the rules with respect to the ownership element within Statement 100. It is within Statement 100 that we find the provisions relating to the modified flow-through principle. So therefore anyone that wanted to have clarity with respect to calculating effective levels of black ownership and wanting to make use of as much of the provisions as possible as far as it relates to ownership, we then have looked at Statement 100 for the necessary answers. Quite a number of companies out there looked at these different provisions and said to themselves that they also wanted to make use of an enhanced BE recognition level status. Why would they do that? Why would any company want to make use of this enhanced recognition level status? Well, due to the fact that these types of companies only need an affidavit confirming two material things, being turnover and level of black ownership, and that affidavit then becomes their official BE rating, means that they do not have to comply if they are a qualifying small enterprise with the provisions of the qualifying small enterprise BE scorecard. This means, of course, that a huge regulatory burden was lifted for these types of companies and they could focus on building and growing their businesses instead of worrying about uh, the burdens of complying with the different elements of broad-based black economic empowerment. The only thing they had to focus on was the ownership aspect. So quite a number of small companies out there started to implement a structure in terms of which they could make use of the enhanced B recognition level status. And most of them utilized the provisions of the modified flow through principle to get to that effective 51% or at least 51% uh, level of black ownership, uh, which was required. So if we look at a typical ownership structure for these companies based on the modified flow through principle, and please, this is just what I will call a typical structure. It does not mean it's the only structure out there that companies applied but it is a structure that was quite popular within the market. So if we look at the structure we typically have an empowerment trust with 100% black beneficiaries which will have 51% shareholding in a new company or a special purpose vehicle. That company will then have 51% ownership within the measured entity and The previous shareholders of the measured entity would typically retain 49% within their company, but then also have 49% within that new company or special purpose vehicle. When the modified flow-through principle then gets applied to that ownership structure, the new co- or special purpose vehicle is deemed to have 100% black ownership based on the fact that it is owned 51% by the Empowerment Trust with 100% black beneficiaries uh, the new company of special purpose vehicles deemed 100% black ownership is then multiplied by the 51% that it owns within the measured entity. The measured entity then has 51% black ownership based on the modified fair-through principle. And that then linked to the fact that the measured entity is either a qualifying small enterprise or an exempted micro-enterprise will give that measured entity an enhanced BE recognition level status of level 2. Now the office of the BE commission was never happy with how, these, how this concept was applied, and went as far as issuing a practice guide on the 31st of March 2017. It was practice guide 1 of that year, in which it expressed its opinion that the modified flow-through principle may not be applied by these types of entities now this practice guide was issued as a non-binding guide only and of course it did not constitute any form of law so in order to rectify the situation on the 29th of march 2018 the minister of trade and industry published certain draft amendments to the BE codes for good practice in government Gazette 41546 which limited the application of the modified flow-through principle these draft changes went through the different necessary processes and were gazetted in its final form on the 31st of May 2019 as we have stated previously so now we have legal clarity that the modified flow-through principle may no longer be applied for any company wishing to make use of an enhanced B-recognition level status uh, when calculating its effective levels of black ownership this is a, is of course a good thing as the confusion that existed in the market with respect to this has now been removed so what are these companies that have that have implemented an ownership structure based on the modified flow through principle, what are they supposed to do now? I think the first very important thing for these companies to keep in mind is to not panic at this point in time. Uh, the legislature has specifically provided for a six month phasing period for these changes to come into effect. So any company that has a modified flow through ownership structure does have time to amend that structure and to put the necessary changes in place that will be required to change that structure so let's look at a couple of options that are available to these types of companies first of all if the company is an exempted micro enterprise it can choose to keep its ownership structure as ease but then that company will lose its enhanced level one or level two BE status however it will still retain uh, its exempted level four BE status the second option is that these companies whether they are exempted micro enterprises or qualifying small enterprises can amend their ownership structures in order for the effective level of ownership so the requisite level of ownership that they need whether that is 51% for an enhanced B recognition level 2 status or 100% for an enhanced B recognition level 1 status, they can amend the ownership structure so that these uh, percentages get determined using the normal flow through principle. If we take our previous example of a typical B ownership structure, we take the same. Empowerment Trust with 100% Black Beneficiaries, which has shareholding in a new company or a special purpose vehicle. That new company or special purpose vehicle then has shareholding within the measured entity. That structure can still be maintained. However, the participation percentages need to be amended. In order to receive that enhanced recognition level status of level 2, Uh, The Empowerment Trust needs to have 97% within the new company or special purpose vehicle. Uh, The new company or special purpose vehicle then needs to have 53% within the measured entity. Uh, The current shareholders or the previous shareholders will typically then retain 47% within the measured entity and 3% within the new company or the special purpose vehicle. Based on a normal flow-through calculation, we will take the 97% that the Empowerment Trust owns within the new company or the special purpose vehicle and multiply that by the 53% that the new company or the special purpose vehicle owns within the measured entity, which will then give us an effective 51.41% level of black ownership and because the measured entity is either an exempted micro enterprise or a qualifying small enterprise, it will retain its level 2 enhanced BE recognition level status. The third option available to these types of companies whether they are an exempted micro enterprise or a qualifying small enterprise is that they can choose to build a qualifying small enterprise BE scorecard towards the required amount of BE points which will give them the same BE level whether that be level 1 or level 2. If we have a quick look at the qualifying small enterprise BE scorecard we see that there are five elements, ownership, management control, skills development, enterprise and supply development, and socio-economic development, each with an associated number of points that can be scored. Uh, For ownership, there are 25 points available. For management control, there are 15 points available. For skills development, also 25 points. Enterprise and supply development, 30 points available and socioeconomic development 5 points available. To achieve that level 2 BE status uh, the company will require 95 out of 100 points and to achieve that level 1 BE status it will need the full 100 points available on the scorecard. Just a quick note uh, from the 5 elements on the scorecard mentioned there are 3 priority elements and a qualifying small enterprise need to comply with at least two of those three priority elements of which ownership is compulsory to conclude i just want to mention that it's important to note that the limitation on the scope of application of the modified flow through principle is only as far as those entities that make use of the enhanced b recognition level status are concerned it is not applicable to entities building a BE scorecard. So let's say for example, you had an enhanced BE recognition level status based on the modified flow-through principle. In other words, uh, let's say you had an effective 51% black ownership within your company and that level of black ownership was determined by utilizing the modified flow-through principle and you now choose to build a qualifying small enterprise BE scorecard you will still be able to apply the modified flow-through principle in your ownership calculations and you will still be able to reflect an effective 51% black ownership on your BE certificate. It is also important to note that whether you choose to amend your ownership structure from a modified flow-through structure to a normal flow-through structure or whether you choose to build a qualifying small enterprise BE scorecard, you need to be aware that there are numerous technical and legal requirements that need to be met for this to be implemented successfully. I will therefore strongly advise that you make use of the services of a professional in order to ensure that your company is fully compliant. Okay, that was quite a mouthful. Thank you everybody for listening. And if you have any comments or questions with respect to what I discussed here today, please feel free to leave a comment or to connect with me on LinkedIn. And you're also welcome to send me an email. Wishing you all the best in your quest for BE compliance.